Hi, you're listening to a Bossy Short with Lisa Schinninger and Julia Dumay. And this week we're going to be talking about fairy tale adaptations, um, specifically the new Cinderella movie from Disney, directed by Kenneth Branagh, of all people. Um, you can probably hear the question mark in my voice there because we were both very so surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I literally did not know that until you told me. Oh, yeah. Today, oh, this really? Morning. Wow. Like, I, okay. Yeah, I had no idea. Huh. Yeah. See, I felt like I knew that and then I forgot about it and then I saw somebody tweet about it um, and that reminded me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is him. Um, now, you Actually, have. Now, that reminds me You've been super busy. So, <laughs> so, you did yes. not get a chance to see it. Which is, I have not seen it yet. That's strange. This is very weird for me because I, I have for once. We're through the looking glass. Yeah, here. exactly. This is weird. We're <laughs> in like some fairy we're in like the mirror universe. I've got a beard <laughs> here, basically. Um, it's a good goatee. Yes. That's a good Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've got a beard. I'm mirror universe Jules, who has actually seen something when Lisa has not. Um, <laughs> and I'm original universe, Lisa, and I, but I, I've got the the gold vest on and I'm just trying to find my way around <laughs> in this crazy mirror universe. I don't know what's happening. Yes. Oh, God, I love Star Trek so much. We should go watch Me that too. episode. I'm right going to have to go watch that yeah. <laughs> like immediately as soon as we finish. Um, and from mirror universe, I am here to report on how much I love Stuff featuring only white dudes and prestige dramas. But I'm also <laughs> going to tell you about Cinderella. And uh, Cinderella, it was fine. You know, it's getting a lot of good reviews. And <laughs> Glowing I, praise. I, I sound so, yeah, I'm like, well, it's, it's fine. And we've talked about this a little during the Lost Short, which we started recording. And then I realized I was using the wrong microphone on my computer. And it sounded like I was back in that black hole um, from when we did our Intercellar episode. But yeah. uh, I my hurdle is that I just don't quite see why it was necessary. Right. I mean, and it if you go in realizing it's Cinderella, you're not going to see anything really surprising and new. There's not going to be a sudden twist at the end um, where somebody was dead the whole time. Um, it, you know, it's Cinderella. You know what's going to happen. You almost certainly know the Cinderella story. You, there's probably, you're only slightly less likely to have actually seen uh, the Disney movie, the Disney animated movie of Cinderella. Um, so you probably know going in what to expect. Um, and it delivers that. And it it's a mm-hmm. beautiful movie. Um, so I just, it's a lovely movie. I just, my hurdle is that, that I can't quite get past. My block is just that I don't quite get why it was necessary i'm like okay this is fine and if i could get past that i think i would enjoy it a lot um i just for whatever reason i can't get past that hurdle well Uh, this is the first of i don't know how many um they're planning to redo these versions um and before you told me that in that last episode, which if you're in the mirror universe, you can access all of our lost episodes. They're available, <laughs> too, but they're not in the regular universe. Sorry. Um, they like before you told me, I did not know that uh, like I've clearly been paying attention. It wasn't a musical either. Yeah. Like, 
And I'm kind of like, what is the point of a Disney exactly. remake that's not a musical? And we talked a and little... especially because it looks like it's just straight ahead. Like, there's no subversion of the story. No, there really isn't. <sighs> um, and it's... And we will talk about this a little more shortly. But, you know, they're also... Like you said, this is the first of who knows how many they're going to do. Um, and the next one is Beauty and the Beast. And that mm-hmm. especially... Because Cinderella... The iconic, the moments that really stick in my mind, I haven't watched the animated movie in years and years, probably since I was actually a child, and I don't remember much of it, Um, but what I remember, there's like one musical number that sticks in my head, which is the... um, very godmother one the bippity boppity boo that's what i remember but apart from that all the iconic moments that have kind of burned into my mind are not musical numbers really so i'm like okay cinderella the music isn't quite as crucial isn't quite as central to it but beauty and the beast and Mm -hmm. you know the casting looks fantastic um as we've talked about it's it's got Emma Watson as Belle, which is brilliant. Yes, perfect. But without, I'm like, but that one especially, the musical numbers are just so central to it. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, when you walk into a musical, your sense of reality has already been discarded. Mm-hmm. Like, you already expect, like, weird stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know people are going to be bursting in a song for no reason. Like, you don't have that expectation that things are going to happen the way that they happen mm-hmm. in every other movie. So it's, like, a lot easier to make that leap um, into fantasy, I think. Yeah. And which, like, Beauty and the Beast really needs because otherwise you've got this very, very strange story about a man who's been transformed into a beast who's living in an enchanted castle where people and objects like people are turned into objects but then objects are also like animated (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and not just in like Mm -hmm. the drawn sense like walking and talking it's just like if you actually sat down and thought about like the world of beauty and the beast the animated version it's very very weird yeah like it's very strange (laughs) and like if you remove that musical sensibility from it like what are you left with like how are we going to explain that Dan Stevens is like <laughs> cousin Matthew? Has, right, cousin Matthew. It's like, um, like a wildebeest, like walking yeah. around. Like I don't like. It's really hard for me to wrap my head around how they're going to manage this, like, without that musical. And plus, like, I love the music so much from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like, I don't want to. Yeah, it seems <sighs> like. I mean, there's a lot that's wonderful about that movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a perfect movie, but it is a no. wonderful, wonderful movie, and one of perhaps the best thing in a movie that I love dearly is the music are the musical numbers. It's just very, it's sort of hard to see why it's necessary. Why Disney decided we're going to take this iconic classic movie and remove one of the best things about it and see how that works. Um, And as I said, with Cinderella, it works. It just isn't quite Again, I feel I sort of find myself stuck at I I don't quite see the point of it. Yeah. Um, returning. Well, and yeah. you know, you mentioned that it's not a perfect movie, the animated version. And that brings up something that I'm, you know, it, really interested to see is how do they um, how do they deal with that in a live action version? Yeah. Like, there's something really different about a couple of cartoons like going through this like 
weird captor captive relationship mm. and like Stockholm syndrome and that kind of thing. Like there's like it's different to see like in a animated characters going yeah. through that. Like how is that going to work with people? Yeah, you know, like, I, it's still going to be that that really romantic dynamic between them, or yeah. is it gonna? You know, I, I have a know. friend who says like her comment on Beauty and the Beast was. Um, that she was like, if I was Belle and my choices were between the Beast and Gaston, I probably would have gone into a convent. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's just a really, um, one, and, you know, returning to Cinderella, like I said, there's, it's a lovely movie. Um, and I, I keep trying to find ways to talk about it that keep coming up and they keep coming off as damning with faint praise i'm like well it's fine but like moving aside moving past the like is it really necessary hurdle for me and trying to just put that aside for the second um there's a lot that's really enjoyable it's a gorgeous movie first of all Mm -hmm. um i will say it's just if you're into costume porn if you're into scenery it's an absolutely beautiful movie i it's flawless in that regard um and the casting is superb and i was especially i want to talk about one of the pleasant surprises was helena bottom carter um and i say pleasant surprise because she's really if you told me there's gonna be a cinderella movie live action featuring helena bonham carter my immediate guess would have been she's the evil stepmother okay because Mm -hmm. that's pretty much the type she's been playing for the past however many (laughs) years now um which you know no judgment helena bonham carter's got to get paid somehow so fair enough um but she is instead the fairy godmother and Kate Blanchett is the so stepmother who is fantastic. Um, she's just great. She's this brings up sort of something else that kind of for some, for whatever reason I have an easier time with it when they're animated of the costuming, um, which is sort of all over the place in terms of eras. And I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> it's magical fairy tale world. I can't yeah. get too caught up, but I, I'm like, so much of it is like, some of it's like Cinderella's costumes are sort of Regency and her stepsisters are more like Victorian. And then the stepmother is straight out of the forties. Even the lighting is like just femme fatale 40s movie she's got these like satin gowns with like a much narrower line to them than like the big foofy skirts that all the girls have she's it's just brilliant like Kate Blanchett as femme fatale vamp type um which is a lot of fun and she's clearly just having a ball with it um one other delightful piece of casting from that movie was Daisy from Downton Abbey is one of the stepsisters, which I was sitting there half the movie trying to figure out, how do I know her? I know her. And it's just the completely different context. She has a completely different sort of... So interesting. Yeah, different sort of air about her of being like the mean bully, the mean bullying aristocrat rather than the sweet, dumb, put-upon maid. Mm -hmm. Um that I just 
the context was so completely different it took me half the movie to recognize her oh my god okay um which was a lot of fun and uh yeah the the acting was great i can't complain about that also rob stark uh as prince charming um, beardless yes beardless <laughs> rob so stark weird. which was weird and of an interesting choice they made was to sort of give him a little more development and they gave him a very traditional storyline for female characters. Um, Prince Charming has the story of he has to marry for duty. His family wants him, his father wants him to marry for duty and make a marriage that's going to help the kingdom. And he wants to marry for love. Which is, yeah, which is a storyline I'm really used to seeing with like female characters. And even as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, it's like Aladdin, but with the genders reversed, basically. Um, And but instead they have him as the male prince who wants to marry for love and is trying to find this stranger who was in disguise. And yeah, it's so that's a lot of fun. Uh, There's also a great moment that I know has to be deliberate on Kenneth Branagh's part when um during the ball I was like the only person I was like hunched over in my seat cackling trying not to let anyone (laughs) see me laughing because you know it was a Saturday morning show so it was me and a bunch of like families with small children where Mm -hmm. during the ball the prince and Cinderella run off together after their big dance together they like run off and go sneaking off into the gardens and at one point he's like i i've never shown this to anybody and then takes her into a secret garden and there's a swing from his childhood that they sit on and i'm like this is this is not they're not running (laughs) off to look at the gardens i'm like kenneth branagh you have done enough shakespeare that you are definitely not this is definitely <laughs> there's some that is not what's actually happening here that I'm like cack and I'm like cackling in my seat <laughs> trying not to let any of the parents with small children see me that's so funny you know that actually reminds me I was going to ask you um the last time we talked about a Kenneth Branagh thing yes um, was much ado and before that we talked about um his direction of Thor. Oh yeah. Um, and like, so I wanted to ask, like, it's really interesting that they changed the prince um, to give him that really coded female storyline. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask, like, Kenneth Branagh is really good about um, using the female gaze. Um, yeah. Like, did you did you notice anything like that in this? Like, is it is it a movie that's I think like objectify Cinderella or does she? I think it's fairly. It's fair. I mean, it's a Disney movie, so there's not a lot of like cleavage and shirtlessness in general. But I'd say it's fairly even-handed. Like, there's there's one scene with the prince where he's trying to explain how he saw this stranger in the woods and fell in love with her, and um, (laughs) he's in fencing practice. So there are all these young men in masks and very very tight pants around. So I'm like, (laughs) all right. All right, I'd, I'd say it's fairly even-handed. You've got that at least as much as you have, like, cleavage for women. Um, mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I'd say it's fairly even-handed. I, I also, one other interesting choice he made was that it's sympathetic, more sympathetic than I expected, certainly to the stepsisters. 
Okay. Um, like there's a moment where Cinderella explicitly thinks, you know, like she says to the prince, they're as kind to me as they're capable of, basically. She says something along those lines. They're, they're as kind to me as they know how to be. Um, and where she actually explicitly in the text feels sorry for her stepsisters because it's clear that they just have no ability. They have no idea how to be anything but mean. Okay. Um, that they've never that they've and it's sort of implied that their mother has put so much pressure on them to make a good marriage um and and there's a scene where cinderella and the stepmother confront each other and the stepmother has this wonderful monologue about you know first time i married it was for love and then he died and the second time i married it was to do what was best for my children it was an advantageous okay. marriage where I knew my children, my daughters would be brought up well and would have good chances to marry well. Um, and then he died too and left me with all this debt and no way of taking care of anything. And I have done it. And it kind of falls apart at the end um, because they just sort of leave the kingdom forever. Um, <laughs> but it's it's hinted at that there's some almost sympathy not maybe maybe not quite sympathetic to the stepmother but certainly to the stepsisters and the stepmother gets a lot more depth than i expected okay um yeah and you said it's it's kate blanchett plays oh the stepmother. yeah That's so yeah she's, that is really really interesting it is it's she's just fantastic she's clearly just having a ball i love <laughs> it um yeah so i like I said, everything I say about it sounds like damning with faint praise. But if you can get past the the block I have trouble with of like, why is this even necessary? It's a lovely movie and I definitely recommend it. Certainly, if you're not sure about it, I would absolutely recommend waiting, you know, till it's in the dollar theater or it comes out and you can rent it for cheap from, you know, Netflix or from iTunes or whatever. Um, but, you know, really, I... I don't regret the money I spent on it in theaters either. So, okay. yeah. Well, that's good. That's a, not regretting the money is always a good recommendation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. And uh, you can check us out. You can talk to us about uh, Cinderella or about the Beauty and the Beast or why why it's necessary <laughs> why the casting is interesting is great um you can do that in any of the usual places you can subscribe rate and review us on itunes and uh we'll see you soon 